Hello everyone, welcome back to Chapter Mac. Uh, this is another episode and today we're joined by my first female guest, trying to keep it mixed up, not just boys, but some girls as well. Um, so today I'm joined by Maddie Foreman, who's a, a young single mum who's had her own uh, experiences with mental health and, and she's, she's here today to discuss them with us and discuss some other things uh, and her own sort of views on mental health. So welcome Maddie. Thank you very much. How are you, you all right? I'm good, how are you? I'm very well. Did you have a nice Christmas and New Year in the lockdown? Honestly, I actually was quite privileged, the fact that we was in a lockdown. So I just got to spend all the time with my son as it was his first, so it was really nice. Did I really enjoyed it. Did, yeah, it was nice. Did Santa spoil him? Yes, Santa definitely did. did <laughs> mum and Santa. We have both. We have wrapping paper for Santa and wrapping paper for mum. Not that he understands, but it's going to be something that I do every year. That's oh, nice. That's the same same for me and my niece. It's her first Christmas as well. So it's, I don't know about you, but I feel as well. Now we're at that age, like Christmas isn't particularly exciting, or it wasn't. But now uh-huh. I've got a niece, mm. and now you've got a son. It makes it so much exciting. Like I was literally buzzing sitting there watching her open her presents. <laughs> and you know what it is. Yeah. I literally used to, when I was younger, like that was the best time for Christmas. But it's not. It's 107 when you're a parent. Like, when you get to be Santa, it's just amazing. Like just, you I have literally to have a beard yeah, like literally, it was the best year. <laughs> I had so much fun. <laughs> yeah, that is nice. No, Christmas was a nice time. Yeah, obviously, it was different this this year with the restrictions and stuff. But I think it puts a real emphasis on how important family time is and not taking people for granted and things like that. So, but uh, yeah, like I said in the the intro, we're here today to sort of talk about the stresses of being a young mum, uh, the pressures that come with it, um, and I know obviously you've had your own battles with mental health in the past as well um so I just wanted to say thank you for coming on before we start um I don't know if you feel Thanks comfortable talking uh, about this sort of stuff but I think it's definitely a, a brave thing to do obviously I do it quite a lot now but when I first started it was incredibly difficult talking about things that actually make you feel quite insecure sometimes um so I'll start off just by saying being a single mum must be really hard um do you want to sort of mm-hmm. explain to the listeners the, the struggles and what that's what's that sort of like so it's it is very difficult like I always say to everyone that says this to me like it's the most it's the most difficult job in the world like I don't care what occupation you're in like it's the it's the hardest job in the world but it's the most rewarding like there is nothing more rewarding than knowing that you're raising a little person you know what I mean like there's nothing there's no better feeling than having someone as much as it is stressful like someone depending on you and knowing that you're responsible for a life do you know what I mean like it's there's nothing more scary than that but I just think every time I literally every time I look at him and I just see him smile at me I just think like it just makes everything so worth it like every time I have a bad day or I'm stressed and everything goes wrong like I just look at him and I just think do you know what I mean like there's nothing that could beat that like he's literally the reason every time I have a bad day like he's the reason it flips around like mm. every single time that's, that's nice I mean you get you get a lot of people um who are sort of assume that Oh, if, if you know if they're if they're a young mum or they're doing it on their own, that straight away means oh that baby's going to have a, a hard life growing up. But that oh, you're, you're clearly you're showing that that isn't the case, and I think it's quite inspiring okay. for all the all the other young young mums out there as well. Because um, obviously parenting is hard, whether you're 18, 28, 38, partner, no partner. Uh, but I think doing it on your own is I think. I think there's such a stereotype on. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I mean, there's such a stereotype with like with young mums and single mums. Like I always say to people, for instance, if I was to go out with my friends for an evening, 
and like have my mum watch my little one. Do you know how like many people would judge and look at that? Do you know what I mean? If I had a partner mm. and he was looking after my little one and then I went out, do you know what I mean? He doesn't even get like, looked upon, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I think being a single mum and like you said, being a young mum, people are like, oh, you know, this is why we live in a generation like we do because people are having children. And I just think it doesn't matter if you're 30, 40, it doesn't mean you're going to be any better of a parent. Like the only thing that you gain, like you have more, is like life experience. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. But you do get... Obviously, it's maturity more like when you're a young person, like when you're if you're immature and you're trying to raise a, a child, like obviously, but everyone matures at different ages, everyone's got different personality. Like you can see me, for instance, and then someone else is the exact same age as me in the exact same position as me, but they could parent and raise completely different, their children mm. completely different because we've been raised completely different. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like when people say like things like that to me, I just think it's a very closed-minded way. Like that's why and becoming a single mum. And a young mum has actually opened my mind up in so many ways because I, in a way, I was probably one of them people that used to think, oh, do you know what I mean? Like, I used to judge people on situations when really you don't actually have a clue. Like, and mm. now I make sure I don't ever judge anyone on any situation they've got because you don't actually know anything about it. Do you know what I mean? Like, you don't yeah. have a clue what they actually do or how, how good of a parent they actually are. Like, social media does not portray, like someone's bit like someone could make up the best mum in the world and really they're behind closed doors they're not do you know what yeah. i mean like i don't think i think people take things too literal nowadays like they literally just make assumptions and judge when they don't actually know anything about a situation of course yeah i think like like you say people i think everyone's guilty of um judging a book by its cover sometimes and mm. i've probably done yeah. it if, if, yeah i think if i've if i've been out and say say i saw you out for example um and you you'd had carter i don't know a couple of months prior I'd, mm-hmm. I'd, pro- I'd probably think, oh, hang on, shouldn't she be at home with her baby? Home with baby, yeah. But if you was, say, 28, I'd probably, I probably wouldn't think that. I'd probably think, oh, no, that's like probably, probably her mum's looking after him or, or whoever. But because you're I younger... I remember when I went out for the first time, I think it was like... I was breastfeeding as well. So I think it was like five months in. Everyone was like, oh, well, what are you can do breastfeed when, you, when you're going out drinking. Like, obviously... I'm gonna express. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna express milk and not feed him for twenty. Mm. But everyone just sh- like, assumes and makes assumptions. Then make, like, I remember I felt so guilty. I said to my mum, like, oh, I don't think I should go out. Like, you know, and she was like, you're doing this on your own. Do you mean the stress you're going? Like, you deserve to have a night where you enjoy yourself. She was like, I went out the same week I gave birth to you. So no one said anything. I was like, because you were engaged and you were yeah. older. You know, no one, no one judged it. But because yeah. I'm young, everyone's like, oh, we we knew she'd be out. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like everyone just makes an assumption. Like that's why this year I just make sure that. I don't, I do everything, everything I do, I do for me and I do for my son. Like no one else's opinions are going to raise my child. No one else's opinions are going to pay my bills. Like no one else's opinions are going to benefit me. Like unless, unless they're positive, if they're negative, they're not going to help me in any way. So I'm not going to focus on them. Like I'm just going to do things I want to do that will benefit me and him and that's it. Yeah. I mean, like you say as well, everyone is guilty of, of making assumptions and judgments. And you mentioned social media, like, Social media, it can be really good, but it's also a really cruel place. And if you used to go back it's when, yeah, exactly. And when if you used to go back when you was say at school, you say, oh, I, you know, I wouldn't care about what people thought because you wouldn't, you don't, you now don't see them. All they are are a, are a comment behind the screen. Whereas you think back when you was at school, like then people that might think that you're going to be seeing them quite often. Um, Sorry, that's right. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, would you say you feel quite a lot of pressure and, and stress now that someone sort of relies on you physically financially mentally yeah definitely that's before I had Carter I literally didn't know what anxiety was I'll be completely honest like, obviously I know about mental health I've always been aware of it I've always been aware of like other people and I've always understood it but like only to a certain degree because I've never experienced it and when you 
when you fall pregnant, like everyone else has ever fallen pregnant or had a baby, you'll understand. Like when your hormones change, like there's no, there's not a person on the planet that's going to fall pregnant and never have anxiety because it's like that's literally the main emotion that I had. Because obviously you worry about the future, you worry about not being a good mum, like not knowing what to do, like because it's so life changing, it's ridiculous. And I think now I've had him, like you can't help it. Like everyone's like, oh, you're so different now. Like to what you used to be. Like you genuinely can't help it because you've got so much pressure like if anything happens to him but it's not even the fact of like oh, if something happened to him it's my fault it's the fact that he's literally my life do you know what yeah. I mean like I love him more than I love myself so if anything ever happened like you just can't even I can't even imagine it like you can't even think about it because it just makes you feel so worried does that make sense mm, 100% I mean you mentioned the that anxiety well. bit there but like, I'm not saying we're the same at all but when when I met my niece for the first time see my sister was pregnant for nine months like everyone is and the whole build-up was so, so, so excited. I've, ne- I've never held a kid before prior to that. I've never held a kid. Uh, well, not a kid, but like a, a newborn. I, yeah, I, I knew obviously you had to support the head and things like that. But I was so, so excited. And then we literally went to my sister's house when the day she got back from the hospital. And I was excited all the way. I literally got out of the car and I thought, fucking, oh, my God. I'm actually, I'm shooting myself now. I'm so scared. I walked in and and... Chloe's uh, fiance, Matt, his mum was holding Millie and she looked at me and said, oh, do you want to hold her? I was like, uh, no, no, I, I let everyone else have a hold first. I, literally, yeah. I, was, I went from being so excited to then suddenly thinking, oh my God, like this is a, this person's life is in my now. hands right now. This is actually real. Mm-hmm. Like she's so, and I treated her like glass. Like I generally, I didn't mm-hmm. want to like hold her too tight. I didn't want to. I didn't want to do anything wrong and I was petrified. And, they were free, just were like, sit still. And that, that was just from an uncle that had people around him anyway I mean Millie has a mum and her dad whereas for you and obviously for Carter you must have held him thinking like I'm I'm his life like I am his support whereas and I felt anxious just being the uncle so I just think what that must have been like for you I think when you're when you're pregnant that's the main thing you worry about like I remember saying to my mum because like, I was the same as you like even though I'm I think I've got little brothers and sisters that I'd held but like I'd never actually looked I was I don't know how to change an nappy I don't know how to like I, don't, I didn't even know about supporting the head I didn't know anything and I was like, what am I going to do? And she was like, honestly, like she said to me the whole time, she was like, it will just happen. Like, it, mm. you, you'll, you'll get motherly instincts, they'll just, they'll click and it will just happen. And as soon as I gave birth, like, it, I didn't actually have that. Like, I worried the whole time that I was going to be like, oh my God, I just don't know how to hold it. But it was just so natural. I can't even explain. Like, it's almost like I'd done it my whole life. Does that make sense? Mm. Like, but I completely agree with you. Like, I remember my dad, um, and like when my when my granddad and stuff came around to see him, like they all they all say, I think it's more men because I think women all like already have that like nurture. Well, some men do, but like typically, yeah. like women are more nurturing, and you know, like men are more heavy-handed. Yeah, no, definitely. So like, um, there's not one there's not one male that's actually held my son confidently. I'm not even joking. Like mm. everyone, anyone that's actually held my son's like, oh my god. See, <laughs> like, I'm I'm, I'm fine now. Now, like, now, now now she's a bit older. I'm I'm alright because she's not quite mm. as like now. You don't have to worry so much right about. Down holding the head like before I pick right someone would scream hold the head hold the head like, so yeah, was, like, it, oh yeah mate it, it <laughs> actually frightened me yeah like it frightened me I was it got to the stage really early on where I, I generally felt scared to hold this this baby that I'd been absolutely buzzing to meet for like the last nine months me, whereas, whereas now yeah whereas now like <laughs> she's like, like I said she's not made of glass anymore and like you can't you don't know how old heavy. is she now uh she's six months in the this month so she's a little oh, bit. Like little part bit. of the day now, I can't even hold him. Like he won't let me. He just pushes. He's like, no, I want to go on the floor and play. And I'm like, oh, okay. You, you, I like cuddle, but it's you, fine. You say you say about like the females and like male and female differences. It's the same with dogs. 
like I've got two dogs I've got a boy and a girl and mm. the boy was quite with Millie especially when she was really young was quite boisterous um mm. like you, you wouldn't you'd have to really keep your eye he's only a Yorkshire Terrier but you'd have to really keep your eye on him when he was around her whereas Daisy who has had a litter of her own she straight away she, yeah she was like she was laying next to her she was sort of protecting her and I mean that's just animals are so clever yeah. they get like a sense of like like you said like protection like they just yeah. want to especially with babies like, I've seen that a lot like I haven't got a dog personally but like when Carter's been around like family members have got dogs like we moved in with my nan for a little while and she's got a little dog and like literally constantly wherever like they had such a cute bond like I couldn't even get my head around it like he like and he was so gentle with her like at such a young age like he would just stroke her and I was like how are you not like pulling her hair out that's me <laughs> yanks my hair out like yeah. literally yanks me and it was just like everywhere he'd go she'd just sit next to him just sit there like and it's like it was so cute I loved it nice there there is something definitely quite amazing about about dogs I mean I could talk about dogs mm. for hours but move, move, <laughs> moving on away from dogs just for a uh, a mm-hmm. moment obviously one of the reasons I wanted to get you on there one is because you're a young single mum I don't actually know can't think of any other people I know in that sort of situation um but also the, the your Instagram stories recently I mean it's I think the first one I saw was uh, like two months ago maybe and you made a real effort yeah, to try and try and get like it came out of nowhere I don't know if you'd done it previously and I just hadn't seen it but no I, just, I just I was just click, I was clicking through my Instagram stories and then you obviously come up and I clicked it again and you were still there after about 10 clicks. I thought, hell, like, this is a long video. And I'm not going to lie, originally I just kept clicking. I thought, oh no, let, let me see what she's, going, like, what she's saying. And you just delivered like this really passionate sort of speech about positivity, mental health. And I thought, oh my God, like if I'm going to do this podcast, like that's the sort of person I want on there. My first two episodes I've had sort of friends of mine that it's basically just been about me and my journey to then now I want to, try and get other people on here that, yeah and, and you know sort of get a different message out so that's definitely why I wanted to get you on here um so do you mind just telling us a little bit where them stories sort of come from what made you want to do it yeah definitely so I think when I was pregnant I sort of isolated myself a bit like I went through quite a it was a, it was definitely a journey like I because before I had my little one I don't really feel like I'd sort of had I had a very positive life do you know what I mean I don't, my, my parents raised me well like I never went without anything do you know what I mean I never mm. really had a point in my life where I hit a struggle that I didn't really know how to deal with if that makes sense yeah and then when I fell pregnant obviously it was the last thing I ever expected so I I didn't cope at the beginning very well I was very because I know how important being I've always said like from a young age that like, being a mum has always been such an important thing to me and obviously in my head I always imagined being you know married my own hat but that's that's what I wanted so mm. To have it in the way that I had it, I just, I didn't want to let my my child down. So obviously that brought a lot of, I didn't get diagnosed with depression, but it, it, it brought a lot of negative emotions that made me feel like really down. Like I didn't mm. feel good enough. Like I felt like I was putting so much pressure on myself to be something that I didn't feel like I was ready to be yet. And I didn't know how to be this thing and I wanted to be it, if that mm. makes sense. So I just, I got myself in a rut basically. I didn't know how to get myself out of it. No one was, like, also my family was so supportive, like, were there for me. But like I said to you earlier, like, when someone's not been in that in that position, it's hard for them to relate or to yes. help. No, 100%. So, like, people were there to listen to me and to, you know, try and cheer me up when I was sad, but no one really had a solution or knew how, like, and to be honest, no one would have had a solution because I'm the only one. This is what I, like, I realised, I'm the only one that can sort my situation out. So mm. I had to just... I remember, I think it was about, for about six months of my pregnancy, like I just felt so negative. Like I wasn't, in, like, I was enjoying it, but I was just, I was taking it for granted. And I, then I think it got to about 
I think it was like six and a half months. And I just literally woke up like, and this is what I say to people because people don't believe me, but I literally woke up one day and was like, I've had enough of feeling like it. Like I've had enough of feeling down. I've had enough of focusing on negative things all the time. Like it's so draining. And I just found that every time I thought negatively or said, you know, negative things like that would literally impact my day all day. So I'd wake mm. up in the morning and I'd be negative. Do you know what I mean? And then I'd go yeah. through my day and then it'd just get worse and worse and worse. And I'd say to myself, like, oh, tomorrow's going to be another, like, another shit day. Mm. And it would be because I've told myself that. So I've already set myself up for a bad day before I even had it. Mm. And I know it sounds silly, but I literally just Googled, right, <laughs> how to, like, just sort my, my moods out. And then I saw some really good books on there. And I was like, oh, and I love reading. So I was like, I'm going to give it a go. And then I got this book called Good, it's called Good Vibes, Good Life. That's the first book I bought. And that literally, it just reading that in itself changed my mindset completely. Like I was taking things from it. And I just thought, oh, it's probably a load of rubbish, but I'm going to give it a go and see if it works. Um, and I did. I started waking up every morning. I started watching, watching like motivational videos every morning. Because like they say, if you watch a motivational, like what you hear and like listen to or speak, like within an hour of waking up in the morning, it will literally affect your mood and your whole day. Mm. So start your day off positively. Start it how you want it to continue. So I was like, right, okay, so I'm just going to do it. Like you almost trick yourself into believing mm. that you're happy, that you're going to have a good day, and, it, and then it happens because you're manifesting it. Like, do you yeah. know what I mean? Like you're manifesting that that's going to happen, and it does. Like previously, I was manifesting that I was going to have a bad day, and it happened. So I was like, I'm just going to reverse it. I'm going to flip it, do a bit of reverse psychology, yeah. and, and see if it works. And it did. And then every day I was just getting more positive, and I was just reading more books. Like I've literally read so many now. Like. And then I was like, I was looking, and when I was in a really good mood, I felt like there was a few people in my life at that point that were really bringing it, like my mood down. And I was mm. like, like what, what can I do about it? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, because there were people that I'd known for a long period of time. Like, I didn't want to. And I just had, it just got to a point where I just had to put myself and my little one first. I just had to distance myself from people that were being negative, that were making me feel low. And when you get in a point of being happy, like, you do notice that some people that you thought were friends that aren't really that happy for you, if that yeah. makes sense. No, 100%. So I just, I had to sort of distance myself from people that weren't, you know, like in, like good people in my life anymore. And then obviously, like, again, it's all to do with reading, to be honest. Like, I read, like, these other books about relationships, you know, like, people come in your life and then they leave your life. Like, you need to know when to let things go. Like, sometimes holding on to things and people, like, doesn't benefit you. Like, it'll just, it'll stop you from growing. Like, you'll just be stuck almost. So, yeah, I just literally reevaluated people that I had around me, um, just sort like sorted out my mindset the way I viewed things because that was the most important thing once you sort out internally how you think and how you feel everything around you just changes almost naturally like it mm. almost you almost just remove people that are negative without even trying you just you automatically do it because mm, you yeah. don't tolerate the same things and then I just started just started thinking to myself like I wish that I could have had someone just tell me all of this do you know what I mean like instead of like obviously I've actually really enjoyed like discovering and learning everything that I've learned like going through that hard time that I went through but if I could have just had someone that could have been there for me like and explain and relate and tell me that there would be a light, a light at the end of the tunnel because I didn't see it I didn't think I honestly thought I'm just going to be miserable forever and everyone kept telling me I was going to be miserable like oh you've fallen pregnant like you, you know life's going to end you're not going to have a future or a career etc mm. and because people were just constantly telling me that you then you believe it like when you hear something constantly or when you tell yourself something constantly you, you believe it that's why I reversed it because I thought I'm going to keep telling myself I am going to do well. I'm going to have a good future. You know, and I'm going to keep, I'm going to give myself positive faults. And, and then that just literally motivated me and pushed me to prove everyone wrong, to be honest. Cause I just think you don't, no one else should dictate to your life and what, what you do with your life. So that's up to you. And I just think, do you think all these Olympians and 
all these like other people, like, people that are doing really well in life do you think that they sit there and tell themselves every day that they're not going to do well like they're yeah. not it's not a way to to get anywhere and I just felt like I was watching people around me do what I was doing and they weren't getting anywhere and I was watching people around me like, on my social media and I was constantly comparing like all oh, these people are like so happy they're so positive and it's, it's just a matter of like just listening and just listening learning and just putting it into putting it into action and just looking at how much it actually does work because when you're in a negative space you look at these people and you get annoyed with these people like, I just get annoyed with all these positive people on my Instagram I'm like oh go away like actually annoy me I don't want to listen to how happy you are because I'm not you know what I mean and then I just started thinking like I'm just going to do what they're doing I'm going to start thinking the way they think I'm going to start listening instead of ignoring what they're putting I'm actually going to like try it because I've got nothing to lose. you've got nothing to lose and so much to gain I always say that like you've got potentially so much to gain and nothing to lose so why you're not going to go forward by staying in the same place you are. So you might as well try something new. Like you might as well get out of your comfort zone and push yourself to do something you'd never normally do because then you'll get a result that you've never had. Mm, I think, and that's, that's what I, I, I think, did. I think people people underestimate the power of your mind. I think that... 100%. I did. I mean, to obviously, like we've, we've both self-admittedly, we've both been in bad places. And I get, I think a lot of that, you train your mind to think negatively. Like you say, you, you wake up, you think, oh, tomorrow's going to be a shit day. So it will be a shit day. I was thinking, I, you know, my friends don't want to be around me. So I convinced myself that they don't want to be around me. I, I blocked out all signs that they did and just only looked at what they didn't want to do. So then you, you mentioned before about playing sort of mind games. Well, the way I used to see it was if I've tricked my mind into thinking no one wants to be around me, I'm not, it's not worth me being here. Then you can also trick your mind into thinking everyone wants 100%. to be around me and everyone wants me here and I'm blessed to be here and the world wouldn't be, a, a, you know, the world wouldn't be the same without me here. This, mm-hmm. this by, this by switching your mindset. And again, I think that's why I wanted to come on here because you just mentioned there about um, you use social media to sort of motivate yourself. You wanted to be like mm-hmm. the people you were seeing. Whereas mm-hmm. in my, my first episode, we were saying how a lot of people do the complete opposite. They look at social media, they look at the influencers out in Dubai and then getting themselves down because they're not mm-hmm. there or they see someone with a nice car and they, they then beat themselves up because they haven't got that car. When... Yeah, I just think like when you see someone's got a nice car, or when you see someone living a nice life, like don't think, oh, I haven't got that. I think I'm going to get that. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like I want that. So I'm going to, I'm going to get that instead of thinking, oh, mm. they've got it and I don't, because that actually is never going to get you it. It's never going to get you any further than you are right now. Yeah. And that's what I learned. Like you just, you're going to end up staying in the same place. You can't and get different results doing the same thing. I think the beauty as well is for the people listening, you you have been that person that have thought negatively about the whole situation mm-hmm. and is now the complete polar opposite and is now extra positive about it all. <laughs> so for someone listening who might be in that negative position and thinking, do you know what, I can't see past this. I, you know, I, I don't want to be here anymore. Everything I think is negative. They might not actually believe that there is, you know, a light at the end of the tunnel and there is that positivity in life to be found. And I think we're both now showing that we've both been in that situation something switch there is a, a like a, a subconscious switch in your mind for me it was you know my mom would be ashamed of what I was doing for you you suddenly thought wow like I can't be depressed now because yeah life, I just didn't like, want my I'm son na- to grow up exactly and you, you use that motivation by example exactly I, I just want I, I read something again it's always about reading things <laughs> I read something and it was like you can't teach what you don't already possess and I was like that's so true like I can't teach my son everything that I want for him I don't want him to be negative I want him to have the best future possible like he's literally what flipped my whole life around like I just think I 
I want him to have all these things. I want him to love himself. I want him to be confident. I want him to literally have the world at his feet. And I think if I don't have that mentality, he's going to grow up. And follow by example, he's not going to have that mentality. Mm-hmm. And I need him to have the best. So mm-hmm. therefore, I need to be I need to be the best for him because then he will follow by example. He uh, like he's the person. Obviously, I love helping other people, and that's why I do the videos. That's what inspired me because I want to help other people. I like you said, I want people to know that nothing stays bad forever. Like you will get out of whatever it is you're going through. Like, and that's that's the main reason why I started doing it. Like, obviously, I want to help other people, but he is my main... If I can inspire other people, then I can inspire him. And the more people I inspire, the more he'll be inspired. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, just, yeah, it's, that, it's, that's what drives me to it's, do it. It's the snowball effect. Like, yeah, you know, you get a couple of people around you and you're starting to make them think a bit more positively and it's that snowball running down the mountain that's getting bigger and bigger. Uh, and now your circle's getting bigger and it's full of positive people. Now your life is positive. You're only hanging around with positive people. And then you might be in a situation where people, negative people you left behind might now be looking at you and thinking, oh my God, like she used to be my friend. Like oh. how, how, is, how come she's got to this stage? And then she might get in contact with you and say, oh, I know we fell out, but like, can you, I'm actually, you know, I'm struggling to get out of this rut that you was able to get out of. Can you help? And then before you know it, you're, you're changing so many different lives. And I think that like what we mentioned earlier about mindset and mentality, like, I saw this, I can't remember where I saw it now, I think it was on Facebook, but it was two twins. I don't know if I don't even know if it was real or not, or just like a made-up thing, but it was two twins. Now had a drunk dad. And oh, I oh, was it you that put it up? Yeah. Oh, and it was something about <laughs> like Oh, I knew I was in it, was in it from somewhere, <laughs> but like that just literally proves how I was so glad you watched that. Like, I actually uploaded that thing. You know, I don't know if people were like, like, if people actually watched that to the end, it was so. Because when I first started watching it, I thought, what is this? Yeah. And then when it got to the end, I was like, oh, like it made so much sense, didn't it? Like, like yeah. it literally clicked in my brain. I was like, that's so true. Like, you either go one way or you go the other. That's mad, though, is that you uploaded it. For the listeners right now, the pre think, oh, you definitely knew that. I actually had <laughs> yeah. no idea it was you that uploaded that. I'm sitting there thinking, what was it? And then I like, when you said oh, it was a video, and I thought, right, and he's like, two, two brothers. And I was like, yeah, that was definitely. I know. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. But like you said earlier about um, when you said like your friends, like, you know, like, you, see, you didn't feel like people wanted to be around you and stuff and you were negative and like you changed your mindset. Did you then realise that, because I did the same thing, like when you transformed yourself into being someone that you you would want to be around and someone that you'd want in your life, like how many more people, positive people you attracted. Like when mm. you were in a negative space, like when I was in a negative space, I attracted negative people. Like mm. it was almost like a circle of negativity. Like I could, even if I was having a good day, it wouldn't last because I'd then have someone in my in my friendship group who was having a bad day and then I'd then have, you know, my mood would go back down. Whereas when you you literally attract the energy you give off, like if you're going to be negative and you're going to be low, that's what you're going to attract. So mm. I almost say like to anyone, like when people say to me that they don't feel they don't feel good. I'm like, you don't feel good because you tell yourself you don't feel good. If you yeah. tell yourself, I feel great, lie to yourself. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, if we say to ourselves all the time that we, you know, people say that they think that they're not very, you know, visually good looking or they're not good enough in themselves as a person. Like, when you tell yourself these things every day, you're going to believe it. Like, so just lie to yourself. Like, even, and literally, until you believe it, say to yourself every day. Like, this is why I do my affirmations. Like, even uh, half of them I say sometimes, I think, oh, don't actually don't actually believe that like I actually stand in the mirror as sad as this is right and I just say them to myself because I think if I tell myself this every single day eventually it's going to go in do you know what I mean I'm going to mm. start believing it and I'm going to start actually like giving that off do you know what I mean like, yeah. I'm actually going to start because when you don't like value yourself and you don't love yourself other people sense that like even when people you do it without even realizing like I sense it in people without even trying like you notice when someone puts them down, themselves down and you notice when someone doesn't respect themselves and if someone doesn't speak highly of themselves, 
they're not you're not teaching them you're not teaching other people to speak highly of you do you know what I mean people will treat you how you treat yourself and I always say that like your relationship with yourself is the most important relationship that you've got because it Um, teaches everybody else in your life how to treat you I mean if you think think about sportsmen I mean let's take boxing for example there there is there can only be one like best boxer in the world same as football there can Mm -hmm. only ever be one best best of the you know best of the best but for for example boxing obviously in my opinion Tyson Fury is the best boxer in the world at the minute so then, but if you take, I don't know, um, the say, in, like, category, isn't there? yeah, there's, there's different, but like pound for pound, I think he's the best boxer in the world. But then Anthony Joshua, who's, mm-hmm. you know, who's, it's a bit of a, you know, like a, a dilemma with, you know, some people think he's better, blah, 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 but he doesn't probably sit there and think, oh, yeah, do you know what? Tyson Fury probably is better than me or and if he does, he'll use that to motivate him to be so, the best. Yeah, yeah someone, he, someone else is better than me. He's better than me. He'll be sat in his mirror thinking, saying, I'm the fucking best person in the world. I'm the best boxer. Hmm. And as soon as you, you start telling yourself that you are the best at this, you are this, and you, you bring that inner confidence, it will better your life. He probably then trains better. He probably then eats better because he's constantly motivating himself to be the best. And it's like you say about Honestly. trying to be the best person you can be. I'm not saying everyone should go and be a boxer, but try and be the best <laughs> the best version of yourself and the best person you can possibly be and if that if that is i don't know the best accountant if you're an accountant or the best person that's stacking the shelves at tesco whatever it is like just mm-hmm. be the best that you possibly can be and obviously when we spoke why be why be anything else other than the best version of you you know what i mean because like, everyone cares what other people think and this is a massive thing because i think at the end of the day like i said earlier like no one else it doesn't affect your life, like how you feel affects you. So if you're feeling down, like don't try and make yourself a good person for other people. Like don't try and change anything about yourself to benefit your friends or someone else. You know, if you're happy to be how you are, like nice to fully support that. But I just think if you're not happy, like just, because if you don't do something for you, you're not going to do it. That's, how, that's what I always say. Like if you're not gonna, if you're not doing it for yourself, you won't stick with it. It won't be a lifestyle. It'll just be a pattern that you're then going to eventually fall out of. Like you need to do, do it for yourself. So if you're feeling low, and you or you'll feel like say you know you don't like the way you look and you want to change the way you look like you need to, like I know I've got so many friends and they're like oh I just broke up with a boyfriend like I want to lose weight I want to do this and I'm like look unless you're doing it for you it's not gonna happen you're gonna do it for a few weeks and you're gonna stop like you need to want to change yourself because if you if you like the way you are and you're doing it just to please someone else I don't support that I don't I don't no. believe you should do that do you know what I mean like better yeah, no, yourself so, only mm-hmm. for yourself you uh you, you said before as well about um sort of changing the crowd that you were in um mm-hmm. do you want to talk a little bit more about what you meant by sort of a change of crowd and what being around them sort of people has done for you? So I started originally, because because I was in a low place, I didn't, like, personally, I didn't like the way I looked, didn't like things about myself. So I was like, like I said, like, don't focus on things that you can't control. Like there was a lot of things in my life that were going on that I was trying to control that I couldn't. And that was getting me down because obviously then you feel like a failure. You don't know what, you know, you don't know what you're doing wrong. And then I just decided like I needed a distraction almost from these things that I couldn't control and that I couldn't resolve in my life. Mm-hmm. So I just thought, well, what's something else that I can control that I'm not happy about? And I was like, right, I want to lose weight. I'm not happy about the way I look. So I'm just going to focus on that. That is going to be my focus. And then I'm not going to ignore my problems, but I'm just going to put them to the back of my mind. I'm going to elevate the positive over the negative. Yeah. And then I just started losing weight. I started feeling better about myself. Um, I was, I don't know, you've seen, I do herbal life. So I was doing herbal life products. Um, I was on a nutrition plan and I had a coach. So this coach was helping me. Um, and like the way she spoke to me literally inspired me so much. Cause she was just like, every single day she was messaging me like, you know, get up, like if I had a cheat day or if I felt down, she's like, no, don't worry. Like, cause he was more than just a coach. She's actually become one of my best friends now. Like she was 
amazing, so supportive. And I just loved her mindset the way she was, like the way she was encouraging me to be. She, she, it was like rubbing off on me. Do you know what I mean? I was then waking up feeling like, oh, I feel really good. I was then messaging my other friends, like, come on, get up, have a good day yeah. today. Like, because she was doing that with me. And that's when I sort of noticed, like, without even trying to put it into practice, like, it just naturally happened. Like, when I had her around me and in my life, I noticed how much her energy and her as a person lifted me up. And then that's what inspired me, because I thought, I want to do that for other people. I want, you know, if she can lift me up and inspire me and help me feel confident in myself, I can do that for other people. Do you know what I mean? So then I decided that I wanted to join the company. I wanted to help other people. And I have been. And it's literally, that's another thing that keeps me so positive all the time. Like, it's so rewarding knowing that you're helping somebody else get out of a dark place and feel better in themselves. Like, literally nothing, like nothing beats that feeling for me. No, that's, I, I couldn't agree more. Um, so, so, I mean, similar as to why I started this, like, obviously I've done a lot of fundraising stuff in the past. And originally when I first started fundraising, that was purely to to raise money. That was it really. I didn't really think of a deeper meaning behind it. But then as mm-hmm. it started to go on, I started to think, okay, well, I'm actually sort of relying on this now to keep me motivated like that was my motivation yours was obviously to lose weight and to better your life for car but for me like that was I, just, I thought you know what I need to keep myself busy um if I keep doing this then I won't think about bad things obviously my mum had died so that was the thing I didn't want to think about so I thought all right I fundraise just keep going that was motivating me and then before you There's know it yeah before you. before I know it like other people started to then fundraise like I, I then started doing events with other people because they wanted to do it and I started thinking wow like this actually this started with me wanting to better myself like you wanted to better yourself so now it's actually it's it's gone on to me helping other people and I, like there's literally no better feeling so I'm messaging you and saying do you know what I saw you do this it's actually really helped me and I thought like that's literally what motivates like because when I first did that video like when I, I don't know if you watched the first ever one like, I know you said you skipped through them don't blame me no, I, I went back and watched it I, though. Did, go I, on. Did, yeah. <laughs> I did go on for a while that's something I'm going to practice, trying to summarise what I say. <laughs> but um, <laughs> some some girl messaged me, like, because I said, like, obviously how nervous I was to put it out, but I was like, if it helps one person, then it's worth it. And the, like, this girl messaged me, and she, like, a few people did, but this this one person said something, like, she said this message, and it was honestly one of the nicest things I think I've ever read in my life. And it, uh, you don't understand how much saying something nice to someone or or doing something like that can help someone. Because I just thought, oh, like, people are probably going to decide, I'm going to scroll past it or not be interested. But I thought people that aren't interested in it, don't need my help. Do you know what I mean? Them sort of people are fine. So they can ignore it. I'm doing this for the people that do need my help and that will benefit from it. Mm. And when I have people telling me like, some things people were saying, I honestly was in shock. I was like, I can't believe me just uploading a video, mm. just telling you, you know, experience that I've dealt with has helped you and affected you that positively. Like, so I'm, I literally couldn't believe it. And I was like, I've, I've got kicked in it now. I've got, I can't stop now. I've got to, I've got to keep help, like helping people. Because I just think... I never like, you know, people go, I always say one nice thing, like, this is what another thing I've learned from her, like, we do this every morning, like, we do three grad, um, three things we're grateful for, three affirmations, um, and then we always say something positive, like, about somebody else. So, mm. when I do the 5.30, so we get up at 5.30, we all do a call, and on the call, you say to somebody else on the call, or somebody else, like, say one positive thing about someone else, and at first, I thought, why do we do that? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, and then I thought, well, we do that, because it, that starts off that person's day, like, someone did it for me the other day, it's so nice. And it literally made my day. Like it made it improved my mood so much. And it just and I was having quite a down morning as well. Like, you know, you wake up sometimes and you just think feel a bit deflated because no one can be positive all the time. Like, no. it's, not, it's, it's not normal. And being positive and being uplifting, it is a big weight sometimes. Like being there for other people and helping other people, it's amazing. 
but it can have a negative effect on you some days like and that person saying that one nice thing about me literally made my whole day like made my whole day so much better so I now make a point every day of saying something nice about somebody in my life or even that I don't know because you just don't understand how much your actions can and that's the same with negative actions that like when you're when you're not nice to someone or mm. when you do something to someone like that's not that's not positive like you don't and I think people understand sometimes like one the power of your mind two the power of your actions and three the power of your, your words like yeah. you don't understand how they can affect people in in both ways I think as well like there's an old saying about sticks and stones will hurt my bones but words will never hurt me and that, that's literally oh. the biggest load of shit like yeah, now, now, now <laughs> nowadays like words are so much more effective than hitting someone yeah 100 percent. like they get in your mind like exactly physical and mentally is, is different it's different yeah. level and I, 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 I think as well like mental health now is it's becoming a more spoken about thing like i say that saying like that's gone back years now when like probably our parents were at school and things like that and yeah, like it didn't even exist back then yeah exactly and it's it's funny as well you, you say about the the effects of like sort of the good things you do the effects have on, on people i remember when i when i first started doing like a support group for um people that had lost parents through cancer and i spoke to this girl and she she she'd actually had like a much worse situation and i thought my situation was bad but hers was so much worse and we spoke for about 20 minutes and i didn't even think nothing of it she cried a lot and she was like oh do you know what i've you know i've had these all of these things I've wanted to say, I just built up and I'm, I'm finally getting to say them. Like, I can't thank you enough. Blah, 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 blah. Thought nothing of it. And then it's about a week later, I got a letter. Um, this, this woman messaged me saying, oh, don't, please don't be freaked out, but could I have your address? Uh, my, my little girl would like to send you something. I was thinking, well, what the fuck's this about? I'd like to find out more information. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I sent her my address and it turns out it was, I didn't realise, but it was the, um it was the it was the stepmom of the girl I'd spoken to and Mm -hmm. it was she was talking about her stepdaughter so the girl's sister who's quite like who's quite young anyway she wrote me this letter uh it was handwritten I actually quite struggled to read it but it was handwritten and it basically said um like every night I I hear my um my sister cry um but since she spoke to you she hasn't cried thank you that was that was it and oh, I said, let me cry. Yeah, and I, I literally, it's the, the the letter is still in my it's in my drawer upstairs, and I for me, like I was just I just thought I was having a chat with someone. I had no idea how how much that chat could help someone, and that was back. And, when I and the people first around started. you, even them, like you've helped. That that, that wasn't even that girl personally writing that to you. That's her sister. Do you know what I mean like because when someone's down, like that's another thing I wrote. Notice like you drag everyone down with you. Mm. Do you know what I mean like you? That's Especially why I family like, as well because they're the closest people yeah. to you. And they care about you the most. So mm. even if you don't want to do it for yourself, like do it for the people that, that you care about. And like that impact you've had, like you said, it was a snowball effect. Like you've helped her, which has helped her sister, which has helped probably her sister's friends because she's probably not going into school being horrible anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like you literally, it would have continued down the line and you would have probably ended up benefiting so many people just from that one conversation that to you, probably literally to 20 minutes out of your day, mm. you didn't even think much of it. It didn't no. take a lot for you to do that. Do you know what I mean? Like it wasn't hard for you to do that. It's never... I always say it's harder to be horrible than it is to be nice. And yeah, I really definitely. believe that. I think if you're, well, if you're a good person, like some people enjoy being horrible, but personally for me, it's so much easier and, and nicer to be nice. Like it, I don't understand why anyone would want to be negative on purpose. Cause I just, even when I don't, even when I have disagreements with people or, you know, like something happens 
And like, I, some, cause obviously everyone wants to be negative sometimes. Like if you have an argument with a friend or something, you know, and I always pause and I always think to myself, like, there's no, even if I, that is how I feel, I don't want to speak negatively about anyone. I don't want to think negatively about anyone because it wouldn't, it, in the end, it affects me negatively. It's, I'm, I'm affecting myself as well as I'm affecting them. So yeah. like, I just try and just constantly think positive, speak positive. And it honestly works. Like, you know, you said about the fundraising, you said like, at first you were just doing it to, you know, like for money side of things. And it was going well for you, like it was, it was okay. But like, once you changed your mindset into thinking, okay, like this is actually much more to me now. Do you know what I mean? Like once you actually had a meaning behind it and you put more of your energy into it and you changed your mindset, how much more did that escalate for you? Like how much it's, better it, that No, it's, it's true what you're saying about my mindset is powerful. And I think if you, you was to- it, Yeah, 100%. It and I mean, you said before we started recording about how infectious positive energy is. And that's- mm -hmm. That's so true. You start you start watching positive things. You start listening to uh, positive things. Socialising yeah. with positive people, that can only have a positive outcome on your on your life, your whole well being. And I think if we if we was to sort of wrap up this whole conversation, we are good people. Like we're trying to help people. Um, and I think ever since I've started to help people, it's helped me. So that's there's a little yeah. you know, conclusion for it. Both, like, they, they, people thank you. Like, I have people thank me all the time. They're like, oh, thank you. You've, you know, you've done this thing. I'm like, you've just made my day by sending me that message. Yeah. Like, we've helped each other. We've helped yeah, exactly. each other. Like, I've been you as much as you did for me. 100%. Well, I think we'll leave it there for today. Um, big yeah, thank you. Yeah, I, I can hear her in the background. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's looking at me like, why are you not giving me attention? <laughs> uh, so uh, thank, thank you very much for joining me today. Um, Keep up, keep up, keep up what you're doing, um, and uh, you. hopefully we'll we'll see each other out and about when we're allowed to once again. Yeah, but, uh, maybe no, like 2025. I might yeah. see you sometime. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, thanks, thanks a lot. I really appreciate it, and uh, we'll oh, uh, we'll catch you. up soon. All right, bye. See you later. Well, that was the end of today's episode. Um, like I said before, big thank you to Maddie for joining me today. I think she had a lot of really, really positive messages. Um, and uh, yeah, I can't thank her enough for feeling confident enough to share them with us. Um, tune in for the next episode um, with the third one now. So we've got three episodes out. Um, and uh, like I said previously, I really appreciate all the support that I've got uh, since since doing these, these podcast episodes. So keep, in, keep tuned for the next one and uh, I'll see you all soon. Thanks guys.